very warm welcome to the best podcast in the world. Welcome to the Strength and Skills podcast. This is your host, Nick Tibusek, and with me is a weighted calisthenics slash streetlifting athlete and coach. And he's pretty strong. And I think by the topic that we have today, this is very important to say because the topic today is mobility. And why this is important to say that he is strong is we don't want to talk about the mobility of skinny people today. We want to talk about mobility of strong people today. And that's a very, very important one. Here is Rado Bosic. Did I say that right? Uh, yeah, that's pretty good, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, for those who don't know you, um, I think you, you can tell a little bit about your you and your maybe your story in strength and mobility. Yeah, so just as you said, uh, my name is Rado. Uh, I'm a weighted calisthenics athlete. Not so long ago, I also became a coach. I'm currently studying sports sciences at the Technical University here in Munich. And yeah, um, five years ago, I started this journey of becoming stronger. And during that journey, I also uh, kind of discovered that mobility plays a big role in this. And from my own experience and kind of discovering a lot of stuff on the internet, I basically gathered a lot of quote-unquote knowledge, uh, which I basically would like to share today and currently share with a lot of people who uh, want to achieve their mobility goals. I love that. And um, I, need, I need to say here right now, um, Arado is doing a very, very good job right now as he's uh, doing my mobility routines and I think we have some progress right here, making this rock a sneaky snake. <laughs> I, I forgot to mention that I'm currently doing an internship, internship at Barbell Coaching, which is an awesome experience. And during that, I got the opportunity to coach Nick, so to coach the coach. And <laughs> I'm kind of getting my revenge with all this mobility stuff. <laughs> And he takes it. He takes it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm experiencing a lot of pain right now. <laughs> But I do enjoy. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we can start off with the first question right here. Um, what would you say in this big field? What is mobility? That's a good question. Um, the field is definitely diversified. Have a lot of small groups who each one of them has a definition for themselves, for themselves. but um, there is no single answer to this question. Uh, you can maybe break it down into the ranges you use in everyday life uh, because you actually, I would say that mobility is the strength to get into deeper ranges. Uh, so, and also the ability to move in there It's not, not something passive, it's something that you use and that you um, actively have to put in energy to get into it. 
yeah. have something. So yeah, I would absolutely agree. As uh, something that I experienced myself, um, I was I was already able to do a bridge. I think two or three years ago, um, it was a proper one, and I actually did it to get better in my handstand. And um, my handstand went a lot better by the bridge, but only because I was able to move in the bridge the right way. I didn't just stretch into it. So in the end, I was it was kind of exorcism when I was able to, to even walk in the bridge. And yeah. that was actually my my best i think of mobility in that in that area because um that that was for me the sign okay you can actually move in this ranges in these ranges and um that was that was very important to me because at that point i saw the big carryover to into my handstand and it was not only okay i do open up my shoulders and all that helps no it was actually how to get a real straight line was really about how to really know which muscle do you have to involve right now and being able to do so. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, quite often comes like uh, mobility is more on the active side of things and flexibility is more passive. That's the way some people like to formulate it, but we can also often see that those two terms are used interchangeably. Um, and I'm personally not against that. You can definitely use both of them. Um, but yeah, just to kind of bring in some more definitions. In. Yeah, I, I would I would say the same from my experience um, that it's not only about having movement in a certain range. Also, sometimes the passive one is a very important base sure. to get the strength into these ranges. For sure, yeah. Definitely. That's that's what I experience right now a lot with um, the routines you're giving to me. Um, that we first make the range and then we fill the range with strength, and that's something I definitely enjoy doing. So, um, yeah. as as I, I definitely feel how much it helps me to develop this. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, one thing I would really like to talk about. Is I know I know especially in, in in strength sports, lots of people are talking about yeah. Mobility is something you just need as much mobility as you need for your performance. And for me, yes, it's true, but I would say it depends. As from some views, I would say. It makes absolutely sense to have some kind of more range in some positions just to be safe to uh, have that range and definitely have a control in it. How would you say how much mobility do you really need? Yeah, um, just as you said, it depends. But I would definitely say that there is way too much. Uh, you kind of need to be really careful with that and you need to give the right dosage to the person. It's always individualized. You can't give a single answer to that because, for example, a powerlifter, powerlifter definitely doesn't have to learn split. 
uh, that time could be wisely used to definitely introduce something like recovery methods and maybe the time could be spent resting, recovering for, for new sessions. But this still doesn't mean that the powerlifter should neglect mobility work he needs to get to have an easier time getting into the ranges he needs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for sure, um, getting into deeper ranges uh, might help you and will definitely carry over to easier movements. For example, if you use a pancake to open up your hips, uh, you will have an easier time squatting for sure. But uh, of course, this can get this can go to the extreme to the point where you have too much range and um, you get into ranges where you potentially don't have the stability. And this is a kind of tricky and pretty risky field to be in. So yeah, definitely people should do their mobility uh, to the point, actually, what they need to do. They need to um, discover what their weaknesses are and work on those, trigger those before the session uh, so that they have an easier time getting into those ranges. Yeah. So yeah. What would you say from, from all the, the experience? I, I mean... Like everybody is like, ah, I don't like to do the mobility. It's so hard um, or it just takes too much time and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, just as always kind of the product of uh, the modern way of, way of thinking and that you want to sell everything and that everything becomes quote unquote sexy. And the mobility term is actually uh, far-fetched from what it actually is. I mean, if you just sit down and squat and spend time there, this is already quality mobility work. You don't have to foam roll for 40 minutes. Minutes, this isn't necessary. It's just, I mean, yeah, uh, it comes way too often that people do the stuff that they don't need to do, expect results, and then they are actually uh, disappointed because they didn't achieve what they wanted to achieve. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in, in terms of that, um, I mean, it's it's pretty clear. The the big thing about mobility is we have to do it nowadays because we lost it. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere on the way of life. So, in the end, mobility training is I would say so. It's it's not so special or something. Mm. Because in the end, it's very normal. Yeah. In the end, I, I, I'm, I have to say, I'm definitely not on the mover side of life. <laughs> um, but I, I have to say, they do have some points of being able to move. I mean, we have lots of people, especially in strength sport, and this is in calisthenics. It is in calisthenics like that, and it's in every strength sport right now like that. People are not even able to scratch their back. Yeah. yeah. And, and go on. <laughs> then you have this classic uh, image of a strength uh, athlete or a powerlifter, whatever, that can't get properly into ranges and everything hurts if he touches his toes or something like that. Um, so, yeah, we definitely want to avoid that. I personally found that the times I did mobility work the least, that I was mostly prone to injuries and injuries occurred um, quite often then. And this is not to say that mobility work will protect you from injuries. It's just that uh, by neglecting the mobility and preparatory, preparatory drills, 
I was actually getting into quite uh, unconvenient positions, uh, not the ones that I, would, I was used to. And because of that, I wasn't loading the structures properly, which might um, develop potential injuries. Mm -hmm. Something to keep in mind. I think this is um, something that is less, it is less like that with the hips as I wouldn't, I wouldn't say your hips don't need that much mobility. I wouldn't say so, but I would say your shoulders definitely need more mobility work than the hips usually. For sure. Yeah. Because if you look, look at the shoulder joint, it has a bigger range of motion and it can move through a lot of planes compared to the hip. And yeah, definitely need to tackle this one a bit more. Yeah. That, that, that's something I, I'm thinking of that a lot as, um, especially in calisthenics, we all know how much we do to the shoulders. I mean, when we look into the weighted calisthenics slash street lifting competitions like that, I mean, we have three lifts that uh, go on the shoulders, like muscle-ups, pull-ups, chin-ups, and uh, dips. And in, in all of the movements, you just have to have the shoulders involved. So um, so in our sport, we definitely have to have to take care of all these structures and um, make sure we take care so that we don't get injured. And as you already said, we can't we, we can't stop ourselves from being injured. I mean, it will happen of course, yeah. at some point. Yeah, I think there will be no good athlete out there who never has anything. It, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. But I think it is something that we neglect too much that we don't take care enough of, of the shoulders, definitely. That's something. Yeah, we always have these problems. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, to to round it up a little bit, because uh, this will be will be not the last talk about mobility. So we just had a little bit about what is mobility and all that stuff. Um, going a little bit into it, what would you say? What are the most important moves or positions or um, yeah, goals to have in the mobility direction? Yeah, we basically need to kind of look our everyday positions that we spend the most time in and actually search for con contrasts of it, so the opposites. For example, if your um, shoulders are constantly in deflection, Uh, caused by sitting the whole day, you definitely want to bring them into more extension. Uh, you definitely want to bring your thoracic spine into more extension, uh, move the hips through flexion and other extension, of course. Uh, so I would say that something like a bridge and a squat, maybe even the pancake, would be the basic movements that every healthy person should be able to do. Well, not for I wouldn't say the pancake and the bridge should be uh, mandatory, but for example, the squat, I think that most of the people should be able to do it. Yeah. 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 Of course, you will have some 
Scots, yeah. of Scottish yeah. people with uh, certain bone positions that doesn't yeah. allow it. But yeah. from my experience with, actually I have worked with hundreds of people now. All of them taught the right way can get into, at least into an air squat position. Yeah. Just sitting in, in, in that position. Everybody is able to do that without dying. And I'm not talking about uh, um, uh, actually a back squat or something like that. Yeah? No, just talking about squats it. I think everybody's able to do it. But yeah, when you look at the kids at the street, the kids basically chill out in that position. And this is something we lose during the years, something by, yeah, not moving enough, not spending time there. Yeah. Which is quite often now. Of course, there's, there's this one thing with the kids, yeah, that everybody uh, likes to, to talk about then. Yeah, but when they are so small, the bones are different to what we are at, uh, when we are at, at an adult age. Yes, but if you go into not Western cultures, all the people can do it at every age. And yeah. it's just us Western assholes being not able to do it. <laughs> I have to laugh because I have Slavic origins and <laughs> my grandma and grandpa also chill in that position, which is awesome. I love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely normal in most cultures in the world. Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's a, it's a Western problem. Yeah. <laughs> so we can say most of the mobility stuff we are doing right now to get into positions we, we want to reach right now are pretty normal human positions. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy, actually. And you're basically tackling this quote-unquote primal patterns that you have in yourself, which is, yeah, definitely an interesting topic. <laughs> so I, I, this comes back to the, to the moving um, yeah, that, <laughs> culture. Exactly. But, um, yeah, that, that's something very, very interesting. Um, as you said, you have your kind of big two or three of mobility with a bridge, a squat pattern, or maybe even a pancake stretch. Getting into this, what would you say how hard is it to get actually into these positions if you really want it? Yeah, uh, this is highly individual. You have people who can get the pancake in a matter of months and you have someone who will for whom it will take several years. Um, but uh, I think the most important thing that people lack when it comes to uh, mobility stuff is they lack, lack structure, uh, they lack programming, and they, they don't view the mobility stuff as strength training. So you don't have the consistency and you don't track the variables. And because of that, you, can, you can't apply progressive overload. That's why I said at the start, you kind of need to view this mobility work as getting stronger in those ranges. Mm -hmm. So why would we look at a bit different? It definitely takes a bit more time than regular strength training, but similar 
principal principal supplier. Uh, so yeah, uh, there is no single answer to that question. Uh, I think that most mo most of the people can definitely achieve a good pancake and a really good bridge. With the middle splits, it's kind of iffy because it depends a lot of, on the hip structure. Uh, but yeah, of course, the squat uh, should be doable by everyone. An air squat, yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> that that's the most important takeaway right here. Um, having having this structure, consistency, yeah. and the, the will to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you you really need to be patient with this one because changes uh, don't don't occur from week to week. It can be on a month to month basis. Uh, so being patient, and this is the biggest problem problem with mobility stuff, and why I don't see a lot of people out there who are really bendy uh, it's because it takes time and you need to be patient and you need to be consistent with it so yeah but to 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 bring it to a very positive end from my experience i always really really benefit from getting more mobile and getting my ranges because Especially when it comes to overhead mobility, this is always the point that fucks up my performance. Yep. <laughs> it is like that. I gotta mm. say that. And then um, we are experimenting with this a lot with our athletes right now and putting uh, pretty much all of them into uh, their own mobility routines. And having all these people in there, seeing them doing the mobility stuff is something all of them, all of them are doing their PRs right now and getting more flexible, mobile, um, and still getting stronger. Yeah. So one does not affect the other in a bad way. If you do it the right way, for sure, that's something that comes a lot comes a lot in the industry right now. Is you can either be flexible, but you have to be weak, or you have to be strong and stiff, uh, which is kind of both of these um, insane variables. But um, I'm I don't know the right word for it. I kind of connected so the stiffness with the strength and the Flexibility with the weakness, which definitely shouldn't be the case and isn't the case uh, when you look at our athletes, which is awesome. And it just shows that that uh, thesis of I can't get strong and flexible at the same time is just wrong. Yeah. And this is why I opened up with this strong and flexible people. Or yeah. Exactly. Being able to move and being strong is the message you should take away from here that's it all right i think that was that was perfect for the first episode of talking about mobility awesome. right. thank you so much for being guests in here um if somebody wants to reach out to you um how can how can somebody reach out to you yeah uh i'm mostly active on instagram you can just find me there pretty straightforward Rado, oh,
Vosage, also slash r i t o underscore underscore exactly b o s i c. Yeah, you can just find me there. Don't post post so often, uh, but yeah, nowadays I'll try to be a bit more active in there. <laughs> <laughs> but when you post, most of the time, pretty much while you're in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's perfect. So if you want to reach out to Rado and uh, want to get a little bit more flexible and, um, yeah, of course, also strong, you can definitely reach out to Rado, talk a little bit to him, and then he will direct you to our website, and then you go to barbellcoaching.de, and then we make you strong and mobile. All right, that's it. Thank you for being at the show, Rado. And Thank you. Had an awesome time. <laughs> Have a <laughs> nice evening. <laughs> Thank you. you too.